Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Lovely morning here in Santa Fe, out in the garden. Nice and still. We went for a walk early. I'm out here in my sleeveless dress, and it might be just a titch cool for her. But maybe not. Sun's starting to tip over the garden wall here, a bit earlier than usual. <sighs> oh, and I forgot I was so busy looking at the garden, I even forgot to sip my coffee. Something's wrong. Mmm. So, hope you all had a good weekend. I had a good weekend. I sure have been feeling lazy lately. I'm not sure what the deal is. I just haven't um, been addressing my household projects like I should be. I've been mostly wanting to sit and read. I've also been feeling programmed, which I know I've been complaining about. Um, I've clearly come to really like my life of not being programmed. So having... Um, Things I have to do every day besides writing, which doesn't count. But, you know, like having scheduled things that have to happen at particular times um, is just, it's funny. I don't like it, and I want to skip them and go sit in my grape arbor and read books. <laughs> I um, finished reading Network Effect by Martha Wells. And then went back and I've been rereading the Murderbot novellas. I know a lot of people were reading the Murderbot novellas in preparation for the novel. But um, I felt I didn't have to do that. But then I went back and um, have been doing a reread mostly for... Oh, did, okay. I thought it looked like it stopped. Um, and I don't know what to say about network effect except that um, I liked it and I thought it was a good book, but I didn't love it. I think I might have liked it just fine if I had not read the Murderbot novellas. But there was definitely, and I hadn't read Martha Wells. I haven't read her other series. Um, so my first experience with her was... Um, I actually read novella two first because it came in a judging packet. So I read Artificial Condition first and went back and read All Systems Red and then the other two. I can't remember what the third one's called. Fourth one's called Exit Strategy. And, you know, and interestingly, the first thing I did when I was doing my reread was I went back and read the section of Exit Strategy when Murderbot rescues Mensa. Because for some reason, that's um, an immensely emotionally satisfying scene section for me. And so I was going back to look at why did I find it so satisfying in ways that I did not find network effect emotionally satisfying. Um, and it, it felt like, I don't know, is the intensity of the personality of Murderbot something that's more sustainable for novella length than novel length. And it could be that nobody else feels this way. Often I am the lone ranger on these things where I feel, I guess I should have warned you guys about spoiler alert, right? But I'm not spoiling the story. 
So sorry, sorry if you were <laughs> excited to read Network Effect and I have dimmed your joy. It's still a really good book and I did enjoy reading it. I just felt um, the, the murder bot zing, the thing that I really love about the novellas, wasn't quite there for me in the novel. Um, and also it felt like the first section of the novel of network effect up to about 40% or so felt like another murder bot novella. And I really liked all that happened there. And then the story kept going and, you know, like obviously for another 60%. So it almost felt like, I don't know, like there was a late in the game decision to make it into a novel. The structure maybe felt a little off to me, but that's me and my analytical writer brain. Uh, I still think it's it's an amazing idea, an amazing um, character. And I've been very much enjoying going back. And I, I read that uh, rescue scene of Mensa in Exit Strategy and then thought, well, hell, let's go back and read the, the first couple novellas. So I'm, I'm now, uh, I read All Conditions Read, and now I'm into Artificial Condition. All systems read. Did I say that wrong? Anyway, so so that's been fun. Otherwise, I um, what did we do on Saturday? I had. I'm I'm feeling very torn on my online yoga. They have postponed, and they are not going to do, um, in studio classes until after June fifteenth at the soonest, which is not surprising to me. You know, trying to figure out that social distancing, and it's just hard. Um, and at the same time, they're changing their platform for the yoga classes, which is probably fine. They're coming off of Zoom. I don't know if Zoom was being expensive for them or what. And they've also increased the price of the online classes. And I just don't, I don't get the same feeling from the online classes, which is probably entirely my fault. I also don't practice yoga on my own very well and maybe I need to figure out how to do that. I, I probably know the sequence well enough that I could do that. Um, so, so yeah, I've really been, I ended up skipping it again on Saturday. So, and, and yeah, I've looked at the, you know, like a lot of people like that yoga with Adrian and that just never did it for me either. So, so I don't know. Um, so I did not do yoga on Saturday morning. I had the Sapwa business meeting. We got online about 10.30, so hair and makeup. <laughs> and that went well. And then I left and helped David pick up a client from the airport in Albuquerque. And I took a photo of the Albuquerque passenger pickup at midday on Saturday. And there was nobody there. No cars at all. We were the only ones. So I'll put that photo up for you guys. It's um, It does feel kind of apocalyptic. It's really interesting. Uh, and so then... Oh, I forgot to mention that on Friday night, we got a takeout from Cowgirl, which was very fun to do. It was... We had um, a board meeting on Friday afternoon. And once that finished... I was supposed to do something else at 6.30, and then I 
asked, was I, did I need to be there or was I being included as a courtesy? And they said, it's mainly a courtesy. And if you have something better to do on a Friday night, go do it. And I was like, hot damn. And so I got chicken fried chicken and mashed potatoes and gravy from Cowgirl. And that was delicious. And then, uh, so then we, after we did the airport pickup on Saturday, I th had been thinking maybe I'd do some work in the garden, but no, I just sat and read books. <laughs> and then yesterday on Sunday, uh, we, we had to go run an air, we had to go pick up the car. So what we do is in order to keep the social distancing, we drove two cars down to Albuquerque and then David gave his car to his client and his client drove the our car back to his home and then we just let it sit out in the sun for 24 hours to decontaminate so sunday we had to go pick it up and david had um you know said what time what time should he tell his client that we'd come pick it up and i was like oh do i have to be scheduled please don't schedule me I, i'm so resistant i don't know what's wrong with me you guys and david said no i can just tell him we'll come around midday he was being very accommodating and so then we you know, I hung out, read for a while, drank my coffee, and did my blog posts and stuff. And then when I was ready, and David was very nice about not begging me to go. So then we went, and we had to go. He had to stop and get gas, and so we got gas and puttered around. And then we were back on the road, because this guy lives sort of out in the country. And we were heading back down, and uh, I said, and I noticed it was like noon, and I was getting kind of hungry. And I said, well, Wrens are busy this morning. You know, and I'm like, well, do you have a lunch plan? And David said, no, right away. And I said, why, were you just thinking about lunch too? And he said, yes. So we decided, well, we'd go to Five Guys Burger. And so we went and, you know, did the ordering on the phone, uh, you know, via the phone app, which I think is pretty cool, picking all of our condiments. And then they brought our order out to the car, and we sat under a shade tree and ate our burgers and fries. And that was, I don't know, felt um, kind of delightfully normal to do something like that. I think that there's a tendency to go out and feel like you are, you know, making a supply run in the zombie apocalypse. And we don't have to, <laughs> to feel that way, you know. It's, as long as we're uh, being careful, uh, you know, like Santa Fe County had one new case. It's, and, you know, so we're, we're doing very well. We're, you know, hopefully the Texans won't be bringing it up here, but... You know, it's just we have to be careful, but we don't have to, you know, act like we're jumping across lava pools. So then we picked up the car and came back, and I had the um, Beastly Books event at 4, and they put up the video, and it was not a seamless operation, um, but I think it was one of the first times they tried to do that. Later on this morning, I'll go drop off the signed books, and people could get tickets to the event, which included a book. So for all of you who um, bought a ticket and supported Beastly Books, I greatly appreciate that. If you would like to get a signed copy of The Fiery Crown, you can. Beastly Books will email them to you, or email you. They won't email them. They will mail them to you. <laughs> they will mail them to you. So it's a good way to support the bookstore. And after the um, 
And then I did the Facebook Live and Instagram Live after the video recording so I could do some Q&A. And that turned out to be fun. It was nice to have my friends chime in. Thank you all for um, showing up and asking questions. <laughs> Although Grace was asking me about what books I plan to have out in 2021, which was just a bitchy thing to ask. <laughs> Grace. <laughs> and when I said I didn't know, she said she didn't know what she's doing in the next five minutes. So I think that's, that's fair. Um, things are in flux right now. So, but it was fun. I did the Facebook Live on my laptop and had my phone set up with Instagram Live with a lot more participation on Facebook Live, which Corrine was counting for me and keeping track. And that surprised me, but it definitely, um, I don't know what the numbers were, but I could tell that most of the questions were coming on Facebook Live. And I felt like I was able to keep up pretty well. So that was good. Today I have a Facebook Live uh, thing later on. Okay, I was checking to make sure I didn't shut that off. Um, when am I doing that? <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Oh, at 4, 6 p.m. Virginia time with the Buchanan Public Library in Virginia. I did a test with them on Friday afternoon and the librarian there was cracking me up. She uh, reminded me so much of my paternal grandmother from North Carolina it was and it turns out her this library Buchanan Virginia is like a four or five hour drive from Statesville North Carolina where my family is from my daddy's family so this gal was so funny because she said um that they hadn't read my books before but that her she has a twin sister and when her sister heard I was coming she quick went and got a copy of the orchid throne on her kindle and stayed awake all night reading it which is of course the best compliment i love that and and she said and she loved the book she said i haven't gotten to it she said because i've i've been here disinfecting the library because we might open again and we're, we've been pulling out all the books and disinfecting everything i was like wow and and i'm not trying for her accent but she was hysterical and she says um she said but my sister she just loves your book, and she wants me to ask you, and you can say no. She says, but she wants me to ask you if for an ARC, an advanced reader copy of Fiery Crown. And I said, I'm sorry, I'm I'm out. I, I did. I shipped off the last one and the, to the winner of the Instagram giveaway with Leslie Penelope. So I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry, they're all gone. And she says, oh, well, don't. Don't be sorry. She said she can just buy your book. She said, and in fact, she's she's been kind of ugly to me lately, which is absolutely something my grandmother would say. And it's such a Southernism because it's like less and bitchy, but like being sassy or mouthy. She's like, I'm, I'm just going to tell her that I told you all about how she was ugly to me and that you agreed that she did not deserve an arc of your book. And I said, I think that's absolutely fair. Uh, it, it was so funny, you guys. <laughs> so I've got that today. Um, I wrote quite a bit on Friday on this new idea, the dark wizard idea. And I'm just really kind of in love with this book. But I think, 
and and it's not a good sign that I'm not completely convicted, but I think today I will switch over. I did start in on Lost Princess a little bit too. I wrote I had an idea for the opening line, so I wrote like a hundred words of that. So I think today I will dive into Lost Princess and get her written for all of you. Get that out in June, and then I can go back to Dark Wizard without y'all breathing down my neck. Can tell I've been talking to Southern people, <laughs> and I absolutely mean that in the uh, with the greatest affection, because you guys are all very kind about um, the neck breathing part. So I think it's just um, you know it's a funny thing. It's like when your head is going in a particular direction with the story, you kind of want to stick with that. So. One of the things that's, um, having been immersed in Murderbot over the weekend, that she talks about the, <clears throat> for those of you who don't know, and this might sound like the sort of thing I don't normally read, because there there is, uh, it's almost anti-romance in a way, because Murderbot has no gender <clears throat> and doesn't like talking about its feelings. It's you know part inorganic and part organic, and the organic parts give it feeling, gives it feelings, and it doesn't know what to do with them. But one thing it loves to do is it loves to watch media and watch these serial shows um, that sound a whole lot like soap operas. You know the different ones, Sanctuary Moon and World Hoppers. The more unrealistic, the better. And. Murderbot, which is its own nickname for itself because it's a security unit built for killing, is, you know, likes humans a lot better in the TV shows <laughs> than uh, the media than in real life. But one of the things it talks about you know, when talking with Art, who is a bot that runs a huge research transport and is a very smart, sentient uh bot pilot and called art for short uh, they'll talk about you know like murder bot and art will be trying to decide what to watch and they'll thoughtfully poke at the media tags to decide if they think they'll like the show or not so that's sort of how I'm that is my status this morning is I think I will go thoughtfully poke at Lost Princess and see if uh if it leaps into life and just keep, I've got enough of the dark wizard magic, I think on the page that I can come back to it later. So that's where I'm at. Um, some of the flowers are starting to bloom. I'll share pictures of those later. Cause I want to show you guys the um, Albuquerque airport <laughs> completely empty. No zombies in sight, however. So I will, Talk to you all tomorrow. First cup of coffee is part of the Frolic Media Podcast Network. You will find more podcasts you love at frolic.media slash podcasts. And you all take care. Bye-bye.